Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Gray Bar Sports Open Line. Goes mid swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. A Gray Bar Sports Open Line does continue here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. One hour down, one more to go. We had interesting things happening here in the studio during our top of the hour break as Brad was doing the uh, the news. Sports, I generally call him sports producer extraordinaire Matt Pajeski. Right now he's just Matt Pajeski. <laughs> so we've discussed this before on the program. I'm not overly proud of it, but I'm not embarrassed of it at the same time. Uh, we in the Pauly household, so myself and, and my beautiful wife, we very much enjoy the television show, The Mass Singer. We like it a lot. And it's a, you don't like, if you, if you don't know the premise of the show, there's people singing, they've got masks on, you guess who they are, they, somebody takes their mask off at the end of the show. It's fun. And... I don't want to know the spoilers. I don't want to know who's getting unmasked. And it airs at this time. And we had Channel 2 on in the studio. And I immediately, like, stood up and ran to the TV. Did I run? Matt Pajeski, did I, did I run to the TV? Did I jog? Did I saunter? It was a sprint. It was a sprint? On. Okay. I sprinted to the TV to turn off Mass Singer. I completely turned that TV off. So then Brad's doing the news and everything, and I'm looking down at my computer, and I'm not paying attention. I look up, and what what happened? Matt Pajeski turned the other TV that was still on back to the mass Singer just to see my reaction to it. You're welcome. Now you're saving time. You don't have to watch it at home. You're all caught up. You're no. All caught up now. My wife, we work very hard to not find out who is unmasked because I, we generally watch it on Thursdays. We generally watch it on Hulu a day later, and... Now that's the baseball season, who knows when we're going to watch it because we don't watch much TV during the week. I kind of have some things going on uh, during most nights. So just just throwing it out there that Matt Pajeski decided to mess around with me in a, in a TV show that we hold very close to our hearts in the Pauly household of Mass Singer. All right, I promised I would get to this before we uh, went to break for the news, and I, uh, what was the name, who's our, Rob, our caller's name was Rob, that's right. All right, so Rob asked a question, uh, calling a little while ago, about the catching position and why they don't just give 
Andrew Kisner more of an opportunity when Wilson Contreras is not hitting. And the the part of the premise there that I do agree with is that Wilson Contreras is not hitting. He has one hit since April 4th. During that time, his batting average has dropped from 353 to 179. He but if you remember, he took that pitch off the knee, that Jordan Hicks pitch off the knee, um, and he missed a couple days. I guess he missed one game, and then he was back. But he hasn't been uh, – part of me wonders, is that part of this? I, I don't know. I don't know anything when it comes to where his health is at at this point in time. Uh, but it just it, he's too good of a hitter. So Rob called, and Rob, to his credit, admitted that he doesn't know a whole lot about Wilson Contreras and who he is as an offensive player. So for those of you who don't know, Contreras is a really good offensive player, really good offensive player. He's one of the better offensive catchers uh, out there. And the expectation is bringing him in is going to very much upgrade the what the Cardinals are going to do from a run-scoring standpoint, from an offensive standpoint. They, it hasn't happened yet this year. And it was a wasteland last year offensively for the Cardinals behind the plate. They got very little from Yadier Molina, and they got very little from Andrew Kisner. So the question that Rob had was, so why don't you just play Kisner a little bit more? Well, for as much as Wilson Contreras is struggling right now, Andrew Kisner is is worse. He's one for ten. He has one hit. He's one for ten. He has five strikeouts. He has done very little offensively. His one hit, it was a single. So he, that's not the answer, I guess is what I would say. You would rather, assuming that Contreras is healthy, you put him out there on an almost everyday basis and – you hope that it comes to him because it's going to come to him at some point. He's too good of a hitter for him to continue to struggle the way he is struggling at the plate right now, unless it's injury related, unless there's something more going on with that knee or something else that we don't totally know. And I don't know if we will know the defensive side of it. So we talked about it a lot in the off season, the moment that Wilson Contreras got signed, the first show I did after he got signed, I think I said, Look, at some point in time, you're going to lose a game because of something that happens defensively with with Wilson Contreras. That's just going to happen. The hope is that he does enough offensively that he wins you enough games with his bat that that ends up not mattering. I don't think Contreras has been, per se, bad defensively, but I also don't think he's been especially good. Where he struggles is as a receiver. He is not the best receiving catcher out there. And we knew that about him going in. I thought he was going to get better. I thought, and I think he has probably, and I think he'll continue to get better. I don't think the Cubs really challenged him to be a better defensive catcher. You just listen to the things that are being said from him about the way the Cardinals go about their business, the way they work with them, the the expectations uh, placed upon him, uh, the the collaborative nature of doing their work as catchers, like all those things. He is going to continue to get better as a receiver and as a defensive catcher. I don't think this is a guy who's going to win a gold glove. Now, as we move forward, the actual act of receiving 
is going to become less and less important because receiving part of receiving under the receiving umbrella is framing pitches and baseball could be going in a direction if they do ever do some sort of automated strike zone all of a sudden there's going to be almost no value in receiving pitches where Contreras excels defensively is throwing uh, is as uh, his ability to throw out runners whether it's picking runners off of first or throwing down to second and that's going to become because of probably the lack of emphasis on receiving, the catchers are going to be more judged defensively based upon uh, their ability to throw. So that puts Contreras in a pretty good spot. That being said, we don't know if and when an automated strike zone is ever going to come to Major League Baseball. I don't get the sense it's going to be next year. The earliest would probably be 2025 and at that point, you know, so we're we're talking about Contreras getting later and later in his career. So we can talk all we want right now about you know his value and, and pitch framing not really mattering so much. It still does. Pitch framing still matters right now. But you're not going to bench uh, Contreras to put Andrew Kisner out there. Uh, you this team needs Wilson Contreras for this team to be the offensive club that they want to be. Contreras has to be an offensive force. And there's a reason that he is in the lineup at the spot that he's in the lineup every day. And Oliver Marmel talked about it in spring training. The, the lineup, assuming they're all playing, the lineup is going to have your three, four, five hitters of Goldschmidt, Arenado, and Contreras. You can write that down in ink. If all three of those guys are in the lineup, that's going to be your three, four, five hitters. That's going to be your middle of the lineup. And then you can build out whatever else you need to build out uh, around there. Who's going to hit one and two, and then who's going to hit after those three. But that's, that's essentially set in stone. And they feel like they can score a lot of runs with that. And the first two guys are doing their jobs. First two guys absolutely are doing their jobs. Paul Goldschmidt out to a uh, 364 start to the season. Nolan Arnato out to a 327 start to the season. There's a lot of guys who have had uh, nice starts and kind of lot. You know, we spend so much time when we get into Tyler O'Neill. Unfortunately for him, so much of the time that we have spent so far has been on that that base running situation, and it almost forced. Cardinals fans to kind of take sides. O'Neill has really it's tiny sample size, but he's turned things around from an offensive standpoint. Uh, had the home run. It feels like Nolan Gorman is the other guy who's uh, really playing well from an offensive standpoint. So we'll talk a little bit more about those guys. Uh, we'll take your phone calls. Uh, again, the Cardinals win today. They knock off the Colorado Rockies, winning by a 7-4 score, and they are set to return home. They're going to be at home for the next uh, seven days. Coming up around uh, 7.35, we are going to have uh, Bill McDermott. Sir Soccer will be on to talk uh, all things soccer, including uh, City SC and where they go from here as they've lost a couple in a row. And our guy, Brad Young, he's uh, got at your service tonight from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock. We'll wrangle him in here for the end of the program, and who knows what we'll talk about. It's all coming up. It's Graybar Sports Open Line. My name's Matt Pauley. Back after this on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Open Line at Gray Bar Sports Open Line here on KMOX, 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can tweet into the program as well. At Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. By the way, the Blues are in action. They are playing the Stars tonight, the first of a home-and-home to uh, wrap up the season. They are tied 2-2 through one period. We'll keep you updated on that as we do uh, go along through the course of the evening. Some news uh, the last few days. Jim Thomas of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch announced his retirement. Of course, a long-time uh, beat writer with Post-Dispatch, covered the Rams for many years, has been on the Blues beat uh, for the last few years. I just, one of the fun things about being in St. Louis again, and I'm I'm now at, what, like nine, ten months of being back, coming back on almost being a year, but I was gone for 20 years, and one of the cool things is getting back here and just seeing and reading and watching and listening to all the, the legacy folks who have been in St. Louis for so long, and uh as much as we all hate the Rams now, I loved the Rams when they were in St. Louis. Some of my my best memories were around the Rams and being able to watch football with my dad on an every Sunday basis. And uh, we we went to the two Super Bowls. That was one I can I can remember each time we found we found a way to get tickets and we drove to New Orleans and we drove to Atlanta. One of those years, the weather was just horrible and uh, we found a way to get down there and kind of the not the soundtrack but the when I'm growing up and I'm I know I want to go into journalism and I know I love sports I'm reading the post-dispatch every single day and uh, lots of Jim Thomas so um, cool to see the uh, the tributes that are going out to, to him on social media I know the Blues did some cool stuff today Matt Pajeski, I know uh, you you can't be a sports fan in St. Louis without 
having read and being impacted by a Jim Thomas. Oh, absolutely. Can I play you my favorite Jim Thomas moment? Yes. This is around Halloween time last year. Okay. Jim Thomas asks Blues coach Craig Berube his favorite Halloween candy. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Uh, I'm not a candy guy, Jim. Not at all? No. Don't have a sweet tooth? No. Zero. Great moments in St. Louis press conference history. There it is, right there. Do you believe? I think we uh, we talked about it. That was that was as I I remember running that on this show. Do you believe Craig Berube? Do you actually believe that he doesn't like candy, or do you think that was just a conversation that he did not want to engage in at the moment? It, it could be a little bit of both, but it would not surprise me if he does not have a favorite Halloween candy. He's tough as nails. I don't see him. Chewing on us on something sweet like that. I don't know. You give a Reese's peanut butter cup to uh, to Craig Berube. I think he's taking that thing down. I think he's enjoying it. Maybe give him a Snickers like the like the commercial. And yeah, he's not the angry coach anymore. Right. A That's nice a thing. Do people actually do that? Do like because uh, Snickers for a while did the ad campaign where like they would you know swimmers or whatever would have one before they would compete. I could not eat a Snickers bar and then go work out. <laughs> no. Like I would puke. I absolutely would puke. I can't, if I eat a meal, how long does it take? How long can you go, Matt Pajeski, between eating like a legitimate meal and working out? Two hours? Yeah, at least two hours for me, for sure. Like there are times where I have to figure, I have to choose between eating and working out or at least working out somewhat vigorously. I have my workout streak, which I don't talk about that often, but I'm very proud of. I've gone over a thousand days without missing some type of workout. I don't always go full bore, high intensity, but there are times where, man, I am hungry. I am really hungry and I haven't got my workout in. And I know if I eat, I can't work out. So I'm just going to have to like go for a walk or something. And that's what I'll do. That'll be my workout. I'll still wa- I'll still get the heart rate up but it just won't be vigorous. I uh, I don't know how we got on this. I'm trying to like rewind in my head right now how we got to Craig Berube and Candy and working out. And Thomas. Oh, the um, no, the Snickers bar. That's where. Nice. That's how it all connects to it together. So, uh, yeah. All that being said, Jim Thomas, we uh, we salute. How much of a bummer? Like as a journalist and as a writer, um, you're not rooting for the team that you cover. But it's a bummer that the team that he is covering in his final year didn't do much of anything. You see the uh, custom jersey he got today? Yeah, it looked good. Yeah, 48 years. And the Blues and everything they did for him, kudos to them. They're such a great organization, and they do stuff like that. And it's awesome to be able to see. Uh, But, yeah, Jim Thomas done. uh, You know, one of the, like, you think about the, the, the legendary writers who have retired because I think Jim is, is is under the legendary status. And then a Rick Hummel, uh, you think about, and not to take anything away from Jim's blues work, but he spent so much time as the Rams beat writer. In many ways, he's the person who kind of taught football to a lot of people. And I think we can kind of say the same thing about Rick Hummel in baseball. So many people grew up reading and therefore learning and there's just so much so much institutional knowledge uh going on between those two individuals and i don't know if jim's gonna dabble at all like hummel is still dabbling you'll see him 
uh, write occasionally for the Post-Dispatch. He's part of the team at Klabes Online, does uh, some stuff with them. I don't know if Jim is planning on dabbling or not uh, moving forward. But, yeah, just wanted to mention that because he made that announcement on uh, social media here over the uh, last couple days. And it's just going to be uh, it's going to be different with the Post-Dispatch and STL today, not having the consistent Jim Thomas bylines uh, that they've had for years and years and years. Uh, and we're going to have uh, Bill McDermott on in just a few moments. Uh, wanted to get just kind of shifting gears. I meant to. The Jim Thomas thing was going to be a quick note, and we went and talked about him for a while, and there's nothing wrong with that. He deserves it. Did want to mention the update today on Lars Newtbar because this is this is potentially good news. Newtbar is close to going out on a rehab assignment. He could be out on a rehab assignment as soon as tomorrow. So he is close to returning. We're st- the Dylan Carlson thing is a little bit odd because he's still sore. He's got a neck issue, and we haven't really been given much of an indication on if it's getting much better or not. If it gets to a point where Newt Bar is ready to come back and Carlson is still not able to play, if we're like two, three days down the line and that's where it's at, then I would think maybe that's a situation to put Carlson on the injured list. But the other side of this is... When Newt Bar is back, what do you do with the outfield? Because they've got a lot of guys who are producing at a fairly high level. I like what Alec Burleson has given this team. He's a 300 hitter so far through his uh, through his last uh, eight games. Uh, he has a hit in every game that he's appeared in other than his first game. Burleson has done a really nice job. Uh, we mentioned in our last segment, Tyler O'Neill. he's starting to come on now. He's hitting uh, 282 now. He had his second home run of the year today. Uh, you know um, yeah, the, those two guys are going out there. They're playing well. Even, you know, it's kind of, it's not directly connected to the outfield, but it's somewhat connected to the outfield. Just what you're getting out of uh, Nolan Gorman because he's going to be in that DH spot at times, and sometimes you're going to use the DH as a, as a way to take one of these outfielders that's on the roster and keep them in the lineup. Well, if Gorman is going to continue to hit the way he's hitting, you got to have him in the lineup somewhere, whether it's second base, third base, or DH. There's just enough guys that are performing right now, and once a large Newt Bar gets back, that adds another component to it. Brendan Donovan's doing a nice job. He was out in left field uh, yesterday. That's a he's an infielder. Like that, they they mentioned that on the broadcast today, and it was a really good point made. As good as Donovan is, the fact that you can throw him in the outfield, he's a natural infielder, and they put him out in left field in one of the toughest outfields to play in baseball in Coors Field. It's tough for two reasons: he's huge for one, and then the ball does funky things when flying in Colorado as well. They put him out there yesterday, and not only does he not embarrass himself out there, he goes and makes that spectacular catch, and then uh, the Cardinals respond in the next half inning, taking the lead. So there are still some things the team needs to do better from an offensive standpoint. They are not a perfectly refined offensive club. We talked about the catching position in our last segment. That's an area that still needs to uh, get going, 
but from a depth standpoint on this roster and how many guys are on the roster who can contribute from an offensive standpoint, the team is in a really, really good place here uh, at the moment, and that's a that's a good thing for this club as I think they're going to continue to score a good number of runs. All right, we're going to switch gears. We'll talk some uh, City SC soccer and also uh, the friendly that took place uh, yesterday with the uh, U.S. Women's National Team at City Park. Sir Soccer Bill McDermott, he joins us next as we continue on with the Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Following Saturday's CDFC game, Bill McDermott hosts Extra Time, live from the pitch. Among his guests this week, St. Louis soccer legend and Hall of Famer, Al Trost. Extra Time, live from the pitch, starting at 10 on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. You heard the promo, Extra Time Live from the Pitch, going to be coming up on Saturday after City SC Soccer. You'll hear uh, the uh, soccer match on our sister station, Y98. And then when it wraps up over there, you can switch over here to uh, KMOX, and uh, you'll hear this guy. He is uh, Sir Soccer. He's not Mr. Soccer. I follow Mike Claiborne. We talk about that every time. Uh, He's Sir Soccer. Bill McDermott, he joins us right now. Hey, Bill, how are you doing? Fine, man. How you been? Uh, doing very good. Glad to talk to you. Uh, before we get into uh, City SC, just wanted to get your thoughts on what happened uh, with the U.S. women's national team being in here uh, at City Park. And it, it really felt like uh, not just a celebration of soccer, but a celebration of St. Louis soccer because of Becky Sauerbrunn being able to, to be there. It was really a cool thing for our city. It, it is, man. And there is nothing, believe me, there is nothing better for a city than to have your national team come into play at your stadium and in particular at your new stadium and for the all these women to get a good look at what's going on MLS wise not just with the beautiful stadium but with the practice facilities and everything that comes with this 31 acre plot of soccer absolute soccer heaven so they get a good feel and Becky knows it already uh, they get a good feel of what soccer is like here in St. Louis. And for Becky Sauerbrunn to play on your national team and wear a national team shirt in your hometown, believe me, as a soccer player, Matt, it does not get any better to play in your hometown. And then, Matt, and then to almost score her very first goal after, what, 215 caps for a country? 
to almost score her very first goal in her hometown, man, that's so compelling. It's dramatic, and Becky is absolutely, oh, she's so pleased with that. But And, you know, she came off, man, in about the oh, 30th, 35-minute mark. Uh, that was pre-planned. Uh, Vlatko Andonovsky uh, had promised players that are going to be playing right away in the NWSL, that he would give them appropriate time to rest and recover to rebegin their season. But overall, A-pluses all the way around. I keep hearing from folks who come in from out of the area that as, as great as the environment is, as great as the fans are, for, for soccer folks, the things that, that get people excited is the complex that you mentioned, the practice facility, the practice fields, just everything. It, it, I, I've never been to another you know, soccer facility like that in my life, so I don't have anything to compare it against, but people who have been just seem to be in awe of it. As they should be, Matt. And uh, believe me, uh, you don't have to look because you're not going to find something like this. And by that I mean not just the stadium, but – the overall venue with everything in one one overall 31-acre plot of land in your downtown area. And I emphasize that, downtown, because that is no place else in the league. It's unprecedented that dates back to 1996. With your field, practice venues, two practice fields, two full-size practice fields with grass, one uh, turf field, artificial turf field, and then offices, meeting rooms, locker rooms, team offices, a team store, all in one spot. It is truly world-class, as is the stadium, as I always bring up, but in particular, the training facilities, they are world-class. What does it mean that not only does uh, that that venue hosts this event, but we also found out over the last uh, few days that uh, the CONCACAF Gold Cup, that uh, City Park has been selected as one of the sites for that as well. Matt, I just goes to show you, and I think we've mentioned this on the show before, I've certainly mentioned it on Extra Time, U.S. soccer and Major League soccer goes out of its way to reward cities that have built soccer-specific stadiums. Uh, translation, There'll be many more exhibitions like this, friendlies. Uh, there'll be World Cup qualifiers uh, when the men's team <laughs> has to qualify again. They don't have to qualify for the next World Cup because they're hosting. Uh, but the women will have more games. And the fact that uh, we thought we thought this was going to be their literally their kickoff, their last game before they went to the World Cup, I was a little wary of that because it's a big gap from April 11th to July 21st. That's when they played their first game in the World Cup against Vietnam. So consequently, they got another game against San Jose right before they go to the World Cup. So that's going to help with the national team. Uh, managing a national team and playing on a national team is a real, it's, it's a matter of balance. And it's so hard to get players from their club teams to the national team. And you only get them for a limited time. So consequently, the club versus country concept it's always going to be there, but it's always hard to balance those two together. And any national team coach will tell you that. And sometimes you see it when our World Cup comes around. If a team hasn't been thoroughly prepared and hasn't had the chance to be able to be together 
for a substantial period of time. All right, let's get into City SC for just a bit before we let you go. Mm-hmm. Two-game losing streak. Uh, tough one against Minnesota a couple weeks ago. They could have won mm-hmm. that, uh, won nothing, and then a really good Seattle team got them pretty good, 3 nothing this past weekend in Seattle, and certainly St. Louis isn't going to be the only team to, uh, to, to lose in that fashion. What do you take away from here a, a couple losses in a row after their fantastic start? You know what you do with that, Matt? You take the defeats and get on with it the next week of training. Uh, no, none other than Tim Ream, star from St. Louis U in the men's national team and plays for Fulman, the English Premier League. He has mentioned to everyone who's coached in St. Louis when they've asked him when he's been out training, when he has the rare time to get out to St. Louis training of any sort. In particular, he was asked this when he, when, uh, he was training with St. Louis FC some years ago. He told Dale Schilly, the coach at that time, Dale, you're going to win some games you have no business winning. You're going to lose some games that likewise you have no business losing. Whatever. Just take the uh, of defeat, if it's ugly, or take the loss and get on with it. Start your next week. And that's what St. Louis is going to do. And they will get, Matt, they will get all they want from Cincinnati. And there is, there's a nice St. Louis tie there because Pat Noonan is their head coach. Played here locally at the Smet then went to Indiana, had a tremendous national team career, as well as an MLS career with the New England Revolution. He and Steve Ralston and Taylor Twelman, they were the terrible trio. They took teams apart. So Pat Noonan has now taken his very successful playing career and doing likewise as a coach. He's with Cincinnati. They'll be here this weekend. They have a league-best 10-game road unbeaten streak and they're first in the eastern conference so consequently translation man you're getting another difficult opponent this weekend all right take me through what's going to be coming up uh saturday night on your show well we'll get altros to uh, you talk about soccer royalty and icon here in st louis we're also going to be speaking with uh uh jake Koenig, who has a local podcast here in the st louis area i just wants to learn more and more about the sport as he continues and strives to get some visibility for his podcast and just wants to learn more about the sport as much as possible. Waiting about the opportunity, the possible opportunity to get Kyle Hebert on the team who got his first cap for Canada this year because he got visibility in Major League Soccer with St. Louis City. The year prior to that, he was on the best 11 for the MLS Next Pro team. So consequently, we're trying to get a hold of Kyle Hebert. It's, it's tough for these players right after a game. I mean, they come over to the pitch at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, but we're endeavoring to do just that. But we'll be talking about soccer, uh, the rest of the MLS season, the gold cup where uh city, uh, likewise city park is going to be a venue. Uh, the upcoming uh, champions league where Real Madrid seems to be their competition to lose. So plenty to talk about Matt throughout the entire world, not just here in St. Louis, but throughout the entire world of international soccer. We look forward to it Saturday night. He is uh, Sir Soccer, Bill McDermott. Bill, thanks for the time. We'll do it again real soon. Yes, sir, Matt. Thank you. All right, very good. There's Bill McDermott joining us here on Sports Open Line. We'll take a break. When we come back, our guy Brad Young, he's got at your service tonight. We'll bring him in here for a little crosstalk before we wrap up Sports Open Line. I don't even, generally, I've got something for Brad. I got nothing for him today. It's been a long day. I got nothing for him. Maybe he's got something for me. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll do it next here at Sports Open Line on KMOX. 
This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes Smith swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back at it, starting to wrap things up on this Wednesday night edition of a Graybar Sports Open Line. Coming up at 8 o'clock, it's at your service. Our guy Brad Young is here. He's in right now. Brad, we were talking about something. It, it got me thinking. You, as a lawyer, so in the sports world, like when you when you dominate something, mm-hmm. you you're excited, you're pumped up, you're fired up. You go home, you're excited. When you when you just destroy something in a yeah. really good way, like does, do you have that same feeling that you think that an athlete has? Identical. Okay. Identical. I mean, it's like a buzzer beater shot. All right, because I I had two big, great, big things happen at my law firm today. Number one, I deposed uh, this other guy's expert and I cleaned his clock, which was (laughs) really it was great. And then I got an award from a judge on a case I tried. Uh, I was representing an employer getting sued. The pretrial settlement demand was six hundred thousand dollars. I offered one hundred thousand. They wouldn't move off their six hundred. So I took it to trial I got the award today for zero. Zero, oh, okay. Zero. So, I mean, I represent the employer getting sued, right? Yeah. So that's a huge win. That's a that's a six hundred thousand dollar win based upon the demand, and we paid zero. And uh, the other attorney called me up and said, "I'm tipping my hat to you." Mm. So yeah, this was a this was a banner day at uh, Harris Dow Fisher and Young, and yes, it's just like the sports world, except. Except I'm not in good shape. So I mean, in the sports world, you've got people who are who are toned, they're they're muscled, they're athletic. I'm none of those. But other than that, it's exactly the same. Where does trash talk come into this whole thing? Oh, there's a lot of trash. <laughs> Listen, in the legal community, it's like high school for uh, smart people. I mean, it's the trash talking is is always happening. It's always teasing. There's that all the time. So like you're at a lawyer bar and you're oh, hanging yeah. out with some friends and somebody walks in and then they walk out. It's like, I saw this guy do this move in All a trial two years ago. He he doesn't know the difference between that form. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh and, yeah. And plus, in most legal functions, there's a lot of alcohol being served. <laughs> so you add that in to the mix, and it's it's like it's high school with lots of liquor is really what it is. Wow. Okay, that's good to know. So. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we, we talked about it last week, the the sports gambling stuff. There's, what, like five weeks left in? There, there's five weeks in the session. Last week I was very confident yeah. that this was going to pass. I'm not saying it's not going to pass, but uh, from what I've been reading, and I talked to a couple of people this past week, uh, the chances have gone down. And the reason being is there was a there was a, vi- a video lottery terminal amendment that was it was trying to be added. Yeah, there's one dude who's really all in on this video oh, yeah. thing, and, and that got shot down. Yeah. But because the margins are very narrow, it, it doesn't take very many people to torpedo the entire bill. So even though in the House there was a it, it passed by a very large margin, in the Senate it's a very narrow margin, and now that that video. Uh, lottery terminal provisions have been stripped from the from the Senate bill. Now it's iffy. I'm not saying it's not going to pass, but I'm not as confident as I was last week. So here's what this is what really bugs me because 
there's the people out the video terminal thing. It's not anti-video terminal. It's it's there's a guy out there who really wants the video thing to be part of this. The, to be correct and correct. So they I, are. I think there's a lot of truck stops that yeah. donate to his campaign. Okay, truck stops want these things because it brings in revenue. And when you strip those out, because the casinos don't want video lottery terminals because they want people to come either to casinos or use the apps. They don't want people going to truck stops to do this. That's really what it comes down to. But this is where I get frustrated with politics because if it's getting voted down because of that, it's not getting voted down because somebody's anti-sports gambling. It's getting voted down because they wanted something connected to it, attached to it, and they're not getting that. And for me, I feel like come back to that. Get sports gambling legal if that's what you're in favor of, and then come back around on video terminals later and maybe Mm -hmm. get those added. And nobody thinks that way. Well, it, you're right, because most people don't think like politicians do, and, and it's a whole different mindset. But here's really what it comes down to. There's a large contingency in Jeff City that's against expansion of gambling on moral grounds. I get that. I understand it. I've got some problems with, with gambling because people kind of lose control with it. So I get it. But here's where that argument completely falls apart is because right now in Missouri, you can smoke weed, you can gamble at a casino, and you can buy all the lottery tickets you want, but you can't bet on the Cardinals winning the World Series, that's preposterous. And so, you can take your tax money to other states exactly, right, right on the border. Exactly. But even that, that moral argument, again, even though I understand it, I'm not 100% against it. When you look at the totality of what we have in Missouri, it's, it's very hard to make that moral argument in the midst of our current climate. And because of that, I think that... Uh, uh, it's 50-50 at this point. Yeah, I'm not a sports gambler. Like I, I don't have that dog in the fight. It's not saying that I'm going to personally do, but I just I get really frustrated when I watch tax dollars cross state lines Yeah, when yeah. they don't have to. The only gambling I do is uh, you know getting French fries, uh, gambling on having a heart attack. That's, ah, about, you're that's fine. as close as I get to gambling. Keep eating the French fries. You're fine. All right, thank All you. Right. Uh, that's Brad Young. He's got at your service tonight, 8 o'clock to uh, 10 o'clock. You do not want to miss that. Uh, Cardinals baseball tomorrow. They are back home. We've got uh, pregame a little bit before 6 o'clock. I'll talk to you then as the Cardinals open up a four-game series against the Pirates. Have a great night. Brad Young at your service on the way next right here on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.